Listeners, you've been listening for 33 episodes, but I'm sure you've been wondering how we really feel. Now it's time to get the real answers. Andrew and I sat down individually with our good friend Owen Hewitt to discuss how we really feel about the show, how we really feel about each other, and all of the in-betweens. Here is... The interview episode. Enjoy. gonna try and not sound like an NPR host, but what if you did? I I might fall into All right, NPR I, host. Go ahead. Um, I'm Owen. I'm interviewing Jacob today. Uh, I'm back on the podcast for a third time, I believe. Um, I think a fourth time. Maybe a fourth time. I think it's been. I think it's your. I think fourth, it's a fourth. Time. It's your fourth time. Yeah. Um, but we're here interviewing Jacob today for the penultimate episode of One Semester. Um, so. I'm going to start off with a question you specifically asked me to ask you. I did. Um, is it true? Are you really going to go through with your promise to end the podcast after one semester? Um, the answer is yes. I wanted to clarify um, for anyone that still doubted that Andrew and I uh, could let go of something. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's Yeah, it's going to be over. Um, and I think the reason uh, we're gonna we're doing that is just because... It makes sense, um, and it, like, loses the meaning that we put in front of it before we started. So, yeah, we are going to be ending it after recording tomorrow, which will be the last day that we record and the last episode that uh, the listeners get to listen to. Um, so what what exactly is your role in production and creation of One Semester? So um, I... I guess I could say that I initially had the idea. I approached Andrew um, initially with the idea of a podcast, and I also um, approached him with the idea of it being something that was finite. Um, as I've mentioned so many times, I like watched Unis Honest when it was released, and that was just like a YouTube channel that uh, was going to delete everything at the end, and so I had this idea that we could do something similar. Um, but, and then really, uh, up until about midway through the podcast, uh, I was either the one communicating with guests or I was the one, uh, preparing topics. Uh, sometimes Andrew would also do that as well, but lately, um, and I don't know if any of the listeners know this, I've been editing the episodes, pretty much almost all of them. Andrew's helped me on a few of them, but, uh, since like episode 24, I think I've been, I've been editing and I've been learning from him. And so I'd say, him and I uh, have, uh, throughout the entire podcast, pretty much taken similar roles, but it's definitely shifted, um, uh, and it's been it's been a learning experience, for sure. I want to go back briefly um, to what you said. Uh, you, you approached Andrew with the idea uh, of it being something finite. I mean, how, how, did, how did this start? How, how did the whole sort of production, how, how did it get underway? Yeah, so I I knew I I like wanted to just do a podcast because I've done a podcast before and it kind of like fell through after we went to college because we just couldn't find the time because we didn't go to the same college the people I did this with and I just knew that I wanted to do that and also I just wanted to do something creative um, and my idea the the idea for one semester not necessarily the name of it but the idea of a podcast that ends itself 
came way before I even approached Andrew or considered Andrew as my co-host. I knew I wanted to do something like that, and my idea was to do it with someone that would be leaving this semester or this academic year. And I had a very short list of people that I thought I could do it with, um, and Andrew uh, was the first one that I approached about it, and I was very grateful for him immediately jumping on. Uh, it, it was pretty quickly, he was like, yes, let's do it. Pretty blindly, I'd say. He didn't really know what we were getting into. I didn't really know what we were getting into. Um, and yeah, I'm glad that it went that direction. Uh, that's not to say that I wouldn't host this with anyone, uh, but I think if I did, it wouldn't be what it is now. Um, I make it sound like it's such an important thing to so many people. It's not. It's just that it's important to a few people, especially the two people hosting, and I'm glad that I approached him with the idea and that he said yes, like, almost immediately. Yeah, um, you know, I I think there's something interesting there in, in that, like, I want to ask what it's done for the relationship between you and Andrew and how, how, it's, how it's firmed those bonds. I mean, yeah, you... You spend an entire semester uh, with someone. I mean, I've spent an entire semester with other people, around other people. We spend a considerable amount of time with you because you've been on the podcast now four times. But you spend a whole semester working on someone with someone. I mean, it definitely makes you closer, but also you start to notice just, like, how passionate... Uh, I mean, I, I, I can only say this from my side, but I'm sure Andrew can say a similar answer. You can start to notice how passionate your partner in this in this project can be for some some pretty I wouldn't say pointless but like we made no money off of this this semester we just wanted to do it because we wanted to create and bring just something to whoever was listening uh you start to notice the kind of passion someone can have for something that seems so minuscule to other people but you start to notice that for you too it's pretty it's pretty important um uh and yeah I mean it's 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 been great it's been uh really fun to just share it with him and uh, to be able to just have something to do an entire semester with someone and to put a layer of like actual meaning on it as opposed to um, just like forcing a friend of mine to do a podcast with me. We had a goal, uh, we're going to hit it, and we're going to stop, um, and it's made us closer for sure. Yeah, um, I mean, how, how were, there, were there moments where it was difficult? Were there moments where like you guys didn't want to record or like, you know, it was hard to find time or um where you just couldn't generate an idea and how how did you get over those those uh difficulties yeah no there's been plenty of like uh, there's like different different ways of approaching that question of like definitely with like cold opens as we've expressed on the podcast and even like we've been sitting uh and it kind of defeats the idea of a cold open but we like we prepare so many to try to see which one fits best introducing an episode, but we've had moments where we've been sitting there for literal, like, 10, 20 minutes, just, like, brain dead, because we sometimes would record two episodes in one day, um, and you lose the motivation to do that second episode, but you really got to keep it up. There's been episodes, I know the episode that we recorded after we had recorded an episode with you, we scrapped, like, we never released, because it was just, it was just bad, we weren't high energy, we weren't enjoying it, really, we kind of forced ourselves to do it, because we were like, we have to get this done, um, but we've never, I think, I don't think we've ever once thought of stopping. Um, at least it's never been said out loud. I can't say that I've ever thought it in my head. Um, I can't say the same for Andrew, but I really highly doubt he's ever gone, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, 
And I'd say the only time that I've had difficulty in me specifically is when I started to learn to edit these episodes. Like episode 24 was the first episode that I edited and I had plenty of time to get it done. But the night I was starting to edit that, I was just like so confused. I didn't know what to do. Andrew like wasn't with me like helping with the program because we just couldn't like he had to go do something and I was just in a classroom. Um, uh, and like I was just like so frustrated and eventually I got through it and like I learned how to edit and I've gotten better at this point. It's gotten to the point where I can edit two, three episodes in one sitting. And yeah, I mean, every shortcoming, uh, as you've put it, has definitely just made it so that we're stronger in this episode. And that's super cliche, um, but like, it's the truth. I want to ask about um, a couple things relating to this room specifically. I'm not sure if you've ever revealed it on the podcast. A few times, probably. Okay, <laughs> yeah. but uh, this is filmed on location in the VTV studio in the basement of Tolentine Hall on Villanova's campus. So, as I understand it, in the early days of the podcast, the first time you guys had me on, uh, you were out in the main room of the studio. Now we are sitting in the soundproof room that has another name that I will not mention. Yeah. Um, so what what was the decision to, to switch between those? I mean, it was just like... I mean, yeah, fun fact, your episode was the last one we recorded in that open space. Um, besides the fact... Besides the one that I mentioned where it's the one that we just never released... Um, but, I mean, what we noticed, you know, just audio quality was, like, not as great as it could be. Um, we realized that we had this room that really no one else uses. Um, we also found that we kept, like, scooting around in our chairs, and that was making a lot of noise, where in this space it can be more constrictive to the point where we have to just, like, stay still, which is good, like, because um, we, we would move around a lot in those first five episodes. Um, but I definitely wouldn't change it, just because I think it made for the first five to just it, it felt it felt a little less like intensive and serious so it made it so that we weren't as like i don't know if the word i don't know if the word i'm looking for it's probably not intimidated because that makes no sense um but like that's the only thing that i can find right now is that that's the that's the word i'm going to use like it felt less like like real and then once we were in here and we recorded an episode that I often reference back to, episode six, which is, like, one of my favorite episodes. That's when we recorded it, Andrew edited it, um, he sent it to me, I reviewed it, and we were like, okay, this is, like, a thing we can do. After five episodes, we were like, we definitely can do this, and it's starting to uh, to take off. Um, uh, yeah, and, it, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's about all I have to say about it. I'm just glad that we're in a little, in terms of, like, editing, too, now that I'm editing, I'm glad that I didn't have to deal with those first five, like, with all the random sounds and the air conditioner in the background, um, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna break the fourth wall again. Once again, don't know if you guys have already broken. Yeah, this that's wall. a thing we do often. Um, there's a there's a I don't even know what to call it. A oh the light. Yeah, the they light. Know, they know about the they light. know about the light. yeah no okay. the, the the light. Um, it's simply for us because <laughs> it's <laughs> we just we just have a light shining in a dark room. It's for aesthetics for us, so we feel cool. Um, yeah, I would I would like it to be known there are lights in this room. Yes, it, it is an active choice to turn off the lights and replace it with this fun sort of I I almost want to call it like a northern light. Yeah, simulator. I think that's what Amazon described it as when I bought it way back when. Um, but yeah, that, it's simply just a choice because we wanted to feel cool while yeah. we're while we're recording an episode. Um, 
So you actually mentioned you said episode six is your favorite episode or one of your favorite episodes. I think because uh, early early on, I definitely liked it, and I was ready to see if anything else could stand up against it. I still think it's my favorite that we've done. Um, yeah. Why? Why? Um, well, I mean, for one, it like showed me. Uh, I, I I I really appreciated it because of the um, like the amount of editing that not not like a crazy amount, but the amount of editing that Andrew had to do to enhance it a little bit. If listeners aren't aware, it's like an episode where we break down the six song EP that Andrew did in high school. So like we play clips of that song and like maybe even unreleased audio clips that people might not know about if they listen to his music. Um, and it's just like an, it's, it's a very like dynamic episode that has a lot going on, but it works so well. And it was also one of the longer episodes that we did. And I didn't feel like we rambled, like all 40 minutes of it was like, it was needed. And like, we, I wouldn't have, like, cut anything out. I, I also just really enjoyed it, too, because, like, I had heard the story of Hurdles and all of that. Um, and so, like, to relive it and to hear more about it through him, because, like, I listen to that music. It's, like, weird to say, like, my podcast co-host, I, like, listen to his music a lot on Spotify, but, like, it's good songs. And so I just enjoyed it for that reason, for for the editing. Just he did really well on that episode. And I think it was also the fact that it was the first time we were in this studio, so we we felt a little more professional, um, and it got me a little excited for like the future and the eventual end of the podcast. So, I mean, in terms of idea generation and idea creation, because this is a, I think it's, it's unique in that, well, maybe it's not unique, but most when most people hear the word podcast, they think of a theme or like a general central sort of, um, idea as where the idea of this podcast is that it will end. Um, so when it comes to and came to idea generation, I mean, how, what was that process like? Did you have ones you really enjoyed? Did you have ones you didn't enjoy? What, what was the balance like? Those sorts of things. Yeah. I mean, going into it before we recorded the first episode, we like listed a few general topics we knew we'd talk about both him and I are like, we're in comedy uh, along with you. Like we, we knew we were going to talk about comedy or anything like improv or stand up. Like we knew that was going to be a given. So like general topics, but yeah, there would be like, there's, there were days where we prepared less and days where we prepared like a lot, like, um, the game show episode, I prepared a lot for that, like weeks in advance. Um, or, but, but then there's the, I, I think back to episode eight, which is, um, titled, did you enjoy this? And it literally is us not prepared the whole, the going into it, we didn't prepare anything. And it's the most random bullshit piece of shit episode because nothing is going on. And, and also everything is going on. Uh, so like I, ideation and like different uh like creations of like topics for different episodes uh some were more prepared than others i know like episode six uh uh we didn't plan on that being the hurdles episode i think eventually we wanted to talk about that but that just like happened that day um yeah like i think as we kept going on as, as i mentioned i started to prepare some more topics that i had ideas for um i think i I think I played more, a little more of a role in like putting that down because like I knew that I had the time to like plan out topics where Andrew was like editing all of these episodes, so I would prepare us for the future while he was editing the ones that we would be releasing. Um, and then like we we had like uh, like I think at some point we definitely just were thinking like we gotta have Owen on. Like it really sometimes it came, it came to the guests that we wanted to have on, um, 
and sometimes it came out of nowhere. I know episode nine, uh, I had no clue that Raven's dad, um, first of all, I had no clue that Raven's dad was visually impaired. I had no clue that he had a podcast. And then after we reached out to him, I had no clue that he would be so receptive to just being like, yeah, I'll come on. I'll come on with Raven and we'll do an episode. And that's one of my favorite episodes of ours. Uh, so it's a mix of a lot of things, but you're right. It's not like a specific theme. We're not a, really a sports podcast. We've done a sports episode with you. Um, that was really weird because you were in my body and that was, yeah, that was, was very uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Yeah, very uncomfortable. Um, we, we've done stuff about comedy. We've done stuff, we've done a, a game show kind of thing. There's different, different ideas that all tie to the central theme of what you said. This podcast is going to end. And even though that's not necessarily the topic every single time we talk, we tend to reiterate that because we need to prepare people for the fact that tomorrow, uh, when Andrew and I record, um, and for the listeners in a few days when you listen to the last episode, that's going to be it. Um, and there will be no more ideas. There will be no more crazy um, crazy things pulled from different genres or different like areas of conversation, and that'll be it. So, yeah. Um, well... Was it worth it? It definitely was. Um, yeah. It, it definitely was worth it, and I'm glad to have done it. Uh, and I I can't wait uh, for it to be over, because that means that we actually did it. That's Owen Hewitt. We're here with Jacob Marscola, uh, doing one semester interviews, wrapping it up. Um, Jacob, did you have anything else that you wanted to get across? No, just... Um, Get ready. It's going to end soon. And it'll still be around when we're gone, but it won't be the same. So listen while you can. I'm Owen Hewitt here with Andrew, co-host of One Semester, doing some interviews, wrapping up for the penultimate episode of One Semester. It's funny you say penultimate, because this morning I was talking with my girlfriend, and I was like, yeah, today's the penultimate episode of One Semester, and she was like, what What does that mean? And I was like, you, you don't, what? Penultimate. Someone else who knows the word. Yes. So I'm going to kick it off with a question that Jacob asked me to ask you, um... And it is, is it true? Are you really going to go through with your promise to end the podcast after one semester? Yes, we're going to do it. We've talked about this a lot. We are going, the show will end after the finale. It's not to stop us from working on other projects in the future. I think we both want to like continue to make videos and other content, but one semester as a show will be over. If we were ever to do any other kind of podcast, it wouldn't be under this title. It wouldn't be in this kind of format. It would be different. Um, so what what role do you play in the production and creation of One Semester? So that role has changed. At the start, I was the primary editor. I would record it on my laptop and then do all the sound editing. And... Peace and love to Jacob. You can notice a change in audio quality when he started taking it. Um, I've always provided the mic. Um, and I would say that's about it. Jacob's the one who always comes in with the ideas. Like, all the different episodes that, like, are that like have preconceived bits, that was, like, always Jacob's idea. I just am the other guy in the room, I feel like. 
So it's, and for, for the listener, I've done Jacob's interview today. Uh, so I have that context in my mind. Um, so it was, it's interesting to hear, um, Jacob said he had approached you with the idea. Um, could you just tell me the story of how, how that happened, how this got started? Yeah. Jacob and I in VTV did a bit of writing together and we seem to have good chemistry with, I was like working together in that regard and everyone's like, Oh, let's start a podcast. And he texted me over the summer. I bet I could find it. But he was like, yeah, like we should do a podcast. And I was like, okay, what, what, what will we do? And he's like, I don't know. Let's like do like one semester and let's make it like, we just do it for this time. And we talked about, would it go on afterwards? And he, he was like, let's not worry about that. Let's just, let's just do it for this one semester and we can worry about it then. And we can play this bit on ourselves and everyone is like, will it end? Won't it end? Um, but, and then we were like, no, this has to be, uh, uh, like something that ends, but it was really just like talking over the summer. And then we got to campus and we're like, I, I, I brought my mic. You want, you want to go down to the VTV studio and record an episode today? And we just went from there. Um, so when it comes to, I know, obviously you said, uh, you don't, really generate as many of the ideas as as jacob does um i mean what what is it like to to hook on to his ideas and sort of you know commit to that to that ideation process that he's uh generating it's it's it must be that improv background of yes and because (laughs) he's just like i have an idea don't worry about it we're just gonna do it and I've never been like, oh, God, like, I wonder if this is good or not. Like, I just, I, I trust him implicitly in whatever his idea. Because even if it's stupid, I know that he and I have enough chemistry that we'll find a way to rebound out of it. I think the best example of that is episode eight, where he's just like, I have no topics. I came with nothing planned. We're just going to see what happens. And so that became such a chaotic episode. But I really enjoy that episode because we somehow turn nothing into something. But also like the burger episode, he'd just be like, you don't, you don't have to have it put together. Just follow my lead. And he, he just had some, the ketchup water one for me will always stand out as one of those moments where I know he was sitting on that for a while. He dropped that on me. And I was like, you, you little shit. You, you have been <laughs> waiting to drop that on me. Um, so I wanted to ask generally about the 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 sense that this is finite right Mm -hmm. it is in some capacity connected with you because you are physically Mm -hmm. leaving right like yeah one semester it's it's me it's my one semester right right um i mean how how does that affect you i mean like i think with like a lot of the other things that are ending in my life right now like clubs it won't affect me until a few weeks from now once I don't have it. I'm in a very I was in a very weird spot where last semester as I as I walked at graduation and like packed up like my stuff. Like I was crying in my apartment that whole time because I was saying goodbye to my friends and I knew that was it. And I knew that they weren't gonna be here. And, and that was kind of to me the goodbye that so like I feel like I've already had it even though I'm here. 
but then I arrived this semester with like orientation and stuff. And I had that just realization of like, oh, they're not here. Like those things aren't here. So it's not to discount from what this semester has been for me, but I've just already had a different experience that I think like if we had done this last semester when I, if I had just been like graduating in regular time, it would have been so much different because I'd already, I wouldn't have had any kind of ending but in doing this, like, I already realized that, like, I've gotten a lot of those endings and that piece that, like, I'm going to be sad when we record the finale, but, like, more proud that we executed this project and that, like, I am done with school. Like, I finished my last class yesterday and I walked out and I wasn't like, oh, I'll never take a class again. I was like, this is a reminder that even though I'm done, like, formal education, like, you're never too old to stop learning. Um, I want to, I want to switch gears slightly on, uh, on to just what, I mean, what this has done for, you mentioned some of the chemistry, but what this has done for you and Jacob's sort of friendship and, and how that's developed, uh, both in, in terms of the podcast and off of the podcast, um, and how just working on a project together for, for half a year, uh, developed that sort of relationship. Yeah. I, I feel so weird having this conversation with you because you and Jacob occupy like this same brain cell in my brain of like, I both met you at the start of uh, the 21-22 school year. Um, you both joined Ridiculum. You two were like my favorite new members by far. And like, I loved you all so much. But in doing this one with Jacob specifically, it rem- it like... Jacob, I think, is still figuring it out, but I know Jacob is going to end up being a comedian somehow. And I already know I want to be a comedian. So I think that this has solidified in some way that, like, that this is the start of our journey as comedians together. And not just, like, haha, stupid joke, but also, like, comedians who write with a purpose. Like, this is a very existential and dark theme in the midst of what's something that's very goofy and silly. Um... And so I think for me, one semester is solidified that Jacob and I, like, afterwards are still going to do a lot of projects and that, like, he and I are going to be intrinsically linked. Even if we don't even do that, like, this is a time capsule for me and Jacob will always be a piece of that. Whether in a few years we have a terrible falling out or we are even tighter, like, this has happened and there's nothing that can change it. So I may as well always enjoy it. I want to I wanna switch gears again. I switch gears a lot during yeah. interviews. Dude, um, you've got, like, you're like a manual shift fucking car, Tokyo but, drifting like, up yeah. on this bitch. <laughs> um, so, you obviously did a lot of the editing early days. Mm-hmm. Um, were there moments where, like, it was sort of difficult for you to, to find the motivation to do it? Or even, even with... Even with coming here and recording, I mean, were there mo- were there times where it, you just didn't want to, and and how how did you get out of that sort of mentality, and how how did you keep keep the sort of project going? Yeah, there. Um, early on, there's that like young excitement for any new project where you're like I'm gonna work on this all the time because it's new, it's great, it's awesome, and then I don't know when it was, but I certainly had points where I was like. Oh, this is just like part of my routine of the week. It might have been 
in the middle of school, kind of like as midterms were happening, as I was editing for like Noel's podcast as well, where I was like, this is just something on my like plate to do weekly. Um, but I think that what I realized in talking with Jacob was that like the weeks that we don't have the motivation for it are the best times to record it because when it's over and we look back, if we ever skipped an episode, we would be like, why did we do that? Like we, we only had so much time. We had a fixed amount of episodes. Why would we cut it short? Why would we not try to milk it for what it's worth? And I think right now I'm struggling with some of the motivation to do it. So I edited the music episode that came out and the song that will have come out when people are hearing this. Check it out on Spotify. Um, but I'll tell you right now, um, it's it's December 13th. I'm going to release the veil. That's this episode, The music episode comes out December 20th. It's a week from now. I have no idea what it's going to be like in the end. There's so much I want to do with it. But it's hard to work on it because there's almost a part of me that's like, when I don't have it anymore to work on, I think it's going to be a little sadder when it's done. Even though I'm like really excited to hear the final product. It's that like thing where you like procrastinate because then like you don't have to acknowledge that it has to end. But like I'm recognizing that I have a lot of free time and I should pour everything into it so that when we release it and as the listeners get to have that, it is like the best version of itself to enjoy and look back on. So I think I'm almost like the and the motivation for it comes for the future self. That it's like you want this to be the best version of yourself. So when you look back on it, you're like, man, I really poured everything into that. And because like this is a resume item in some way. Like when people ask, well, what have you done as a comedian and a content creator? One semester is a very cool idea in my mind, just from the theme. I think that's a very natural segue into what I was going to ask next. Um, just generally, what is what is doing this been like for you? Um, and what what do you think it's it's gained you in terms of experience? In terms of you know what you've learned as a produce the 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 in the ability to produce mm-hmm. something. Um, just what what experience do you think you've gotten from yeah, doing I mean, this? Well, first of all, Jacob doesn't know this yet, but Jacob's gonna be famous. Jacob's so talented. Jacob's Jacob's got a lot of more authentic talent than me in like a performance aspect. So like getting to hitch my wagon to him for a minute was really cool. Um, But it's taught me like, I mean, a little bit more about sound editing. It's taught me about like, I guess how much I really can talk um, and what it's like to be just in a room and have conversation and learn something and just like, I think one of the things with one semester that was never spoken was that because we didn't have necessarily fixed ideas, we just kind of let opportunities come to us. And like Thomas Reed came to us. That audio description piece has led to a social justice documentary that I'm directing that will come out in like May. That's because of this podcast. Like this podcast unintentionally opened a huge door for me. Um, and so as I like look back on it as like what what do I like what was the question I was like what am I taking away from yeah, it yeah like generally. a lot of opportunity like the knowledge that like do one thing because you enjoy it because it will open another door and that like sometimes you'll knock on a thousand doors none of them will open and then this random door down the hall will open. So we'll be like, hey, come over here. Yeah, I got something for you. And be like, but then why did I knock on all the other doors if you were just going to do that? So, like, that life life is a joke. Like, the finite and funny 
life is funny because like the shit that works out for you is never where you expect it to happen. So I, I just wanted to ask more about uh, specific episodes. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, do you have one that sticks out as like your favorite episode? I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up and scroll through them real quick. I'm I'm disappointed that the original Winkcident I corrupted. I will always feel guilty as shit about that because the original version of that was really funny because it was like us actually learning about wink condoms at the time. Um, I also just, uh, there's something about that, that first stretch of episodes, the thanks a lot, God, I peed, Jacob's pee story always makes me laugh. Um, I I really enjoy the, um, the audio description one. I think it's, I think it's episode 14. It, whatever the one with the, or maybe it's 19, I think it's 19, Don't Steal That Idea, where we just, like, talk about, it's got the Captain America joke in there. There's just some of my favorite bits are sitting in that one that's, like, you could use that for, we could use those for a sketch. Like, also, what, like, what will happen one semester? Fuck it, we said some crazy shit that will turn into a sketch at some point. Um... I also just like conceptually when we when we just drove to Wendy's. Like just like <laughs> as a concept. Um I think those are some of my favorites. Um it's it, it's I, I hate this like, oh it's hard to not love everything you do. There's certainly were some ones I'm like, eh, it was fine. But those I think for me are the concepts that I'm like, oh, I will always laugh when I think about those. So I mean Jacob mentioned you guys have made no money off of this. No money. Um, so I want to just generally ask, like, was it worth it? Was the time investment <laughs> worth worth the experience gained? Yeah. Yeah. Like, though I shouldn't even be pausing at all. Like, yeah, it was absolutely worth it. Um, it would be, it'd be nice to make money. I'm in a stage where I need the money. Um... <laughs> But I think just to, like, have a podcast where you sit down a room with a friend, get you on as well a bunch, like, to have people talk for a little bit and take a take a snapshot of your life. It's a really great kind of, like, recalibration moment. And I know there's some people who enjoyed it. And I also just think, you know, despite... <laughs> all the all the mistakes we made along the way, editing, trying to put stuff together... There's a part of me that is like, I think when Jacob and I, you know, 10, 15 years, when we're going to be famous, when people listen to this, to the person right now in like 2030 who's listening to this, like, this is as much for me in 2022 as it is for the person who finds this later, because like, there's a lot of fun stuff in it. It's a great screen snapshot of college students and how we think and feel and felt at this time that I that I think that kind of authenticity doesn't get captured a lot enough. I think that so many people put on these fake versions of themselves just to make money. And I think Jacob and I are two people who have never really been willing to sacrifice our authenticity in ourselves and are willing to double down on who we are because we think who we are. There are people out there who will enjoy that on its own. And so I, I do believe that that this is worth it because it's it's a statement on on who I am. I I said a lot of dumb things, probably some things intentional. Be like, what an ignorant little shit for saying that. 
Um, but yeah, when I was 22, this is who I was. I hope I'm not the same person, but that's because I hope the person I was at 12 isn't who I'm at. I am now at 22, who I will be at 32, 42, and 52. So, yeah, I think it was worth it. All right, that's Jake. Fuck. <laughs> that's not Jacob Marscola. That's Andrew Mister yeah. uh, wrapping things up for the penultimate episode of uh, One Semester here uh, in the VTV studio. I'm Owen Hewitt, and this has been interviews with the co hosts of One Semester. Wow, Gene Willikers, that was sure swell. Yeah, I had a, I had a, I had a lot of fun. Um, uh, did you get asked really good questions? Yeah, I got asked good questions. I think it's worth pointing to the audience that we aren't going to listen to the other person's interview until it gets uploaded. Yeah, like I'm so, not even going to edit with, I'm not going to listen to your, it's going to be when it gets uploaded. So I don't know what you said. I don't know what you said either. I hope it was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you again, Owen, for coming onto the podcast for a fourth time to do that final segment. And uh, now... You just have to wait a few days, and it's the last episode. But maybe there'll be a little surprise beforehand. Maybe. We don't know. We'll see. But uh, we hope you've enjoyed this time, and now we are literally in the home stretch. We'll see you in the next episode. Roll the music.